You're listening to Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. If you spend any time driving around the city of Detroit these days, you cannot help but notice some new artwork all around town. The Duggan Administration City Walls program was created back in 2017 to enhance public spaces, and now it's reached a big milestone. The project just put up its 100th mural here in the city, and it is a really striking piece of public art. The Spirit is a six-story mural that depicts a black woman holding the gold, sun, and spires of our famous Spirit of Detroit statue with the city's flag worn as a head wrap. I have to say, when I first saw this image, it really, really caught my attention. There is so much going on in that image, not only the image itself and the obvious beauty that it has, but the messages that I think are baked into those images and the way that they're put together. The artist is a young muralist and portrait artist from right here in Detroit. Wally Johnson is a software engineer by day who has been commissioned to create oil paintings and murals in galleries and on walls in places including Chicago, Lansing, and of course, right here in his hometown of Detroit. Wally Johnson joins me now to talk about his work, The Spirit, and his take on the power of public art. Waleed, welcome to Detroit Today. Thank you so much, Stephen, for having me. Yeah, it's really great to have you here. I, I've wanted to talk to you about this since I saw that mural <laughs> the first time. <laughs> so let's start here. What inspired this piece that you titled The Spirit? You know, this was a really interesting piece because the development was over kind of over the course of a couple of years. Like I actually took this picture of my friend back in 2017 and um, I had something in mind and that project kind of fell through. But I was like, this is a really great photo and uh, I'm going to use it for something. But I didn't, just didn't know uh, what it would be at that time. And then I got into the City Walls program and, um, you know, my fiance actually suggested like, she's like, you should paint this wall, like this giant wall there. And so I reached out to the building owner and then um, immediately when I started brainstorming, this image came back to my mind. I was like, this could be, this is like a really hopeful image uh, and on a large scale, it could be really powerful. Uh, but she actually had a different head wrap on and it was just kind of the face. And so I started trying to work with the little sketching and then my fiance was like, you should make the head wrap uh, the Detroit flag. And I was like, that's <laughs> it. Like once I got that, then it all like the story I was trying to tell just like came together. I started thinking about the spirit of Detroit Then I added the hands in and um, yeah, it just, I, that was a really fantastic suggestion and that kind of, um, uh, led me in the direction that I, I ended up in. Yeah. It, well, one of the things that it does for me is kind of, I think, put that stamp of black Detroit on the image that we all associate with the city in the first place, which is, of course, the spirit of Detroit statue. It really recasts the idea of what the spirit of the city is to a more modern take. This is a city uh, that is 85% African-American. It is the blackest city in North America is what uh, a lot of us say. Uh, this, this really uh, marries the idea of 
who is Detroit with the idea of what is Detroit. Exactly. And that's that's so important to me because um, I was raised by a single black woman and I've seen many uh, black women in the city keeping it alive. And so I think to really represent that, um, yeah, like you said, it's like a new take on this symbol that we might not associate with um, uh, necessarily with black people. Uh, so yeah, I was really excited for that. And I think it was needed uh, because, you know, so many people came up to me and they're like, oh, is this Rosa Parks or is this like someone famous? And I'm like, no. And it just it shows like people are not, especially black people are not used to being represented uh, in such a like um, uh, a big way like that. And so mm -hmm. uh, I think that is really important to, to show people like, you know, everyday ordinary people can be represented in this manner. You don't have to be someone famous. And um, yeah, I think it's just, it's been, um, it had more effect than I even thought initially. Hmm. So uh, I, I want to talk a little about public art and its ability to affect communities. You've talked in the past about how you believe public art has a real effect on, on where we live and how we live. Explain your thoughts on that and what effect you hope this mural might have? Yeah, so I think one good example is like, even, you know, even if you don't necessarily uh, like think like, okay, you know, this this piece is uh, like influencing me in some way, it can like influence you subconsciously or just when you're, you know, driving by, you might not think about it now, but like when I was younger, there was this mural um, on Gratiot called the African Amalgamation of Ubiquity. Mm -hmm. And um, it depicted, you know, uh, uh, black people in Africa and then here in the States. And it ended with like Coleman Young in Detroit. And um, I didn't really know how much that impacted me. I just knew, yeah, I, I liked it. But then once it got into a state of disrepair and then mm -hmm. ultimately torn down, I felt like a piece of me was gone or something. I was like, what? Like, you know, I did not know that it impacted me that way. So I feel like um, that's the the power of public art. And also, of course, to, to beautify the neighborhood and um, just seeing, um, bringing something different, I feel like, to the neighborhood because, you know, there's not... Um, uh, depending on where you are in the city, there may not be a lot of um, art uh, on that scale mm -hmm. and just accessible to the community. Um, something like, uh, you know, they don't have to go to the DIA or another museum now. They can see this art in their community. And um, I think that that's really powerful and it can become something that, um, yeah, is like a important part of the neighborhood or kind of brings out the soul of the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. So, as I said in the open, you work as a software engineer, but but you also have this uh, obviously incredible talent and and interest in in art. Uh, what are your goals for this kind of work? I guess uh, for yourself and and for the city. Um. So honestly, I, I really love to travel and it would be a dream if I could like kind of combine uh, the love for art and travel. Um, mm -hmm. This year I got to go to Lansing and then I also and, and do a piece there and I also did a piece in West Virginia, which is really cool. And uh, that is in part due to the flexibility of my, my software job. I can work remotely from anywhere, but um, I would really love to to combine those two. Like if I can, um, I, I just feel like it's something 
interesting about like um, doing murals in different places. It's kind of like a cultural exchange in a way. Like I get to learn about them. I get to talk with them, uh, the people of that community, and then uh, gift them something that hopefully uh, they really like and uh, becomes a part of their community. Um, so that's um, uh, that would be something that I would love to do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, before we have to end the show, uh, tell people where they might be able to find prints of uh, this mural or, or, or your other work. Oh, yes. People can find prints of my mural on uh, my website, which is waleedjohnson.com, W-A-L-E-E-D-J-O-H-N-S-O-N.com. Um, yeah, and there are uh, pictures of my other work as well if you want to view uh, past murals and oil paintings. And, of course, on Instagram as well. Um, and, and my Instagram handle is Walid underscore the underscore artist, and that is uh, the most up-to-date thing. Okay, well, congratulations on uh, this mural and and congratulations on it being the 100th City Commission mural here in the city. That's such a big deal, and it was really great to have you here. We wish you all, all the luck in the future. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Okay, that's going to do it for us this week. Come back on Monday when writer Will Storr will join the program to talk about his new book, The Science of Storytelling, Why Stories Make Us Human and How to Tell Them Better. This is 1019 WDETFM, Detroit's NPR station, your connection to news, music, and conversation. We'll talk again on Monday.